if you're listening to this live right now, if you're tuning in live, you will see that Dom is not here uh, due to some scheduling conflicts. Today was supposed to be the movie club episode for September, but we're going to have to push that to later uh, into next week just because of some scheduling conflicts. So if you were really hoping to tune in tonight live and see us talk about the fantastic Mr. Fox, it's actually fantastic Mr. Fox, Mr. which Fox. is also hard for me to verbalize uh, thinking that it was the the whole time. So if you want to hear us talk about Fantastic Mr. Fox, I apologize. It'll be next episode. Uh, so tonight you get me and the gang otherwise. So welcome to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends... Todd, you fucking moved again. I got to move your camera. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> All right, I, I literally... It's fine. I can, I can fix it. Uh, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about... I don't know, Todd's camera too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brian Groom, and joining me on this lovely Sunday evening, riding the week out, or starting the week, however you look at the week, is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair, that's fair. Did you get your delivery? Yes and no. I don't know. How is that yes and no? They deliver well, it, but not install it? Yes. Oh, no. Were they supposed to install it? So what was supposed to happen was my current washing machine is broken. Mm-hmm. So I needed them to take the old one, install the new one. They got stuck at a door. So they left it there. They left the old washing machine where it was. So there's that. Did they at least install the new one? No. The old washing machine stays is where it has been. The new washing machine never fully entered my basement, so it's stuck underneath my porch. Are they going to come back? I don't believe they are. It oh, there's like no were... good help anywhere. It's it like, like they were in a huge rush to just get the hell out. What are it's you like going to do? I don't know. So, like, I, I, I know why it did not enter the basement, because, like, there's, like, a, a piece of wood that must have been installed by the previous owner to keep that other door the way my basement is like there's two doors yeah, yeah and one of them like just so it could actually close there's a piece of wood there so if i were to unscrew that piece of wood the washing machine can come in like that's the only thing that's stopping it but they were not going to wait for me to get a screwdriver to that's remove that piece of wood a little ridiculous all right well you let me know when you want to do that and i will come assist you so that you don't have to so do whatever that is because you are going to need someone to help you carry that that in. Remember getting that one out of your fucking downstairs at the. I don't even remember how we did that. To be honest, to, when I, when when we moved last last year, I don't know. Three I think we got ago? soaked. I, I think water was still fucking. We did. We did get soaked. Yes, like... it, it. I thought it drained out, and it did not, and we got absolutely fucking soaked. But I don't even know how we fit it out. We had to go out of the we, storm door, didn't we? We took the fucking door off. I think. I think that's how we got it out. Yeah, I don't know. That thing got all scratched up too. I don't know how we fit it in there to begin with because yeah, when we took that. it out, that thing got absolutely rocked. And uh yeah. And then did did we get it up into my house too? I don't think I helped. I we just got it to your house and then we were trying to figure out what we were going to do after because we couldn't figure oh. out how to get it to your new house. Yes. We we did not. We left it outside. Because I was at that point, like, I don't even know how the fuck we're going to get this upstairs. It was so yeah. tight. And then we had to also remove the other one. And I was like, I can't ask Todd to now help me take this other one out of the house. This is like, 
way i i have burned the friend ask of help we, we could we couldn't figure out how to, how to get it in though because like we couldn't position it so you could turn it up the stair. how did you end up getting it even fucking in there because i know we were like worried about hitting anything my, in the wall. my brother had to come help me do it um Jesus. but i mean i also there's a couch behind me in my office mike me and you brought that up here right i think so i don't even know how the fuck we got that up here because it's so thin in that hallway anyways terrible podcast um <laughs> But that that washing machine, we were initially were like, we we're like, uh, let's just keep the maybe we'll just keep the one that's already here. I ran that washing machine, and it fucking leaked through my living room ceiling. It was like the worst. I remember that. It, yeah. I was, anyways, anyways, we're a big washing machine podcast now. Uh, I don't know who makes washing machines. Sponsor us, please do. I feel like well, I know, like like Samsung like doesn't like don't like electronic companies make GE yeah, GE yeah, makes shit yeah GE is um, my AC I mean, which I took my ACs out today and I really hope I didn't make the bad choice yeah, yeah I, I have mine blasting right now Mine's yeah fucking, we know you be, live in a fucking <laughs> live in a <laughs> it's, it's, supposed, it's yeah. supposed to be eighty all week though so I think you might have jumped the gun this week's supposed to be like very warm the problem is it's been raining so much and I needed it to dry out and it was like yeah. They seemed dry enough, even though it did rain a little bit yesterday, where I was like, this is the window. Got to get these out. Plus, I was already, we were decorating for Halloween today, so it was just like, this is the time. I'm already dirty and sweaty. There's a bunch of space in the, in the fucking basement right now. They're going out. They're getting out of here. I, I sleep with a fan on every night, even in the winter. I like air blowing on me, so I get, I get the fan. I have a, I think it's Dyson makes those like, bladeless the fans, bladeless yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are expensive but if you're a fan person like me i will say dyson you want to sponsor us i'll gladly take more of these fans that i love that fan that fan is just a beast it blows so much fucking air and it's just, it's just, like it it's just a great fan. it has to be ice cold it has it's, to be it's so i think they do make more expensive ones that also are like cooler like they're like cooler air Regardless, if you're a fan sicko like me, it's it's a it was worth the investment. I was very happy I bought that fan. Um, anyways, also joining us tonight, of course, is the fucking I don't know cyberpunk edge runner himself, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? Uh, can, let's do a, a Todd's in a minute for a second. Um, okay, hit me. Yeah. Uh, I'm very confused by One Piece live action because I don't like it. I think it's. Not I didn't good. know we were. I don't know we were actually going into a talk <laughs> in a minute. I'm. I'm confused. Um, Mike, take this. This is all you. You're the <laughs> no, host. Like, let me, let me say, hear what you said. I like. I think I enjoy. Now I've only watched four episodes. I think <laughs> I enjoyed Cowboy Bebop more, but not knowing the source material of Cowboy. Bebop, I don't know the source yeah. material of either of these. But yeah. it just seems like low quality. Am I fucking crazy saying that for One Piece? I think number one. I think. One Piece live action did a good job of encapsulating most of the the vibe and a lot of a lot of good elements from the from the actual series and translate to live action without being corny. So like it it did some things relatively well for an adaptation. And I think you also have to get by the fact that you know it's still a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. I think they blew a lot of their budget on just getting the settings right. I also think you should probably just watch the anime Cowboy Bebop. I think you'd actually like that. So I will, so, but I, I think it's the best anime. It's up there. I'm gonna go. Ba- I'm gonna go back and just because I watched a couple episodes of One Piece 
the anime. I'm, I think I'm just yeah. going to go back to that and watch that. If I, if I can get into that and everything, because, yeah, I'm not feeling the show. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Just keep in mind the live watch action. Filler. It, lots of, well, was it lots of filler? It, it's just very slow. The Which one? The, oh, live the, action, the regular one. Yeah. Yeah, the live action in those eight episodes covers about 40 episodes, I think, okay. of the anime. And that's including the fact that it also kind of spoils some things too, but you know, whatever. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm yep. just going to jump back to it, I think. Um, but I also want to finish. Sorry, one more thing. No, go I ahead. also want to get great. back. <laughs> I also want to, the thing I want to go back to most is Attack on Titan. But I'm so, because I watched like, I'm so far removed from it that I feel like I have to start from the beginning again now. And I watched like almost the first full season. I, I have a few things. I want to know. Like, I legitimately want to know. Like, I'm curious to see if Todd watched something like Oshinoko and paid attention, how mm -hmm. what that show would do for him. You know what I mean? Like, I'm curious what something yeah. like that would do for him. What is it? I think we. I think we would have to hold you down to watch. That's the problem. I don't but, think oh, we like, would just. What's, what's like the the style of the show? I like, think it's it... best to go into it without knowing anything. Fine. Okay. Yeah. No. Don't tell yeah. me because I prefer the, to yeah, do most the, stuff like the that. The problem is, is that the first episode is like feature length which is fine if you're prepared for that but it's feature yeah. length and once you watch that then you at least understand the central premise of the show yeah mm -hmm. which i think is probably by design because if it was just like a 30 minute sliver of that and not like the hour plus that it is it's like yeah i don't then think that show get, would yeah yeah nobody would be like i want to watch more of this show they'd be like what um but that i actually you know need to finish watching that I'm in a weird point in my life now where a bulk of what I watch is it's at bleeding. night in my bed on my phone. I watch everything on my phone these days. Like and like just put in my earbuds and and like I'll rip through like a couple episodes or something or yeah. It's weird. I don't feel like cuz I I just play video games on my TV all day. Like I don't do anything yeah. else. And then by the time so I just like yeah, it's it's uh so weird. Like not it wouldn't be like top of my list like if I'm going to recommend an animated Todd, like that would be what I recommend, but I'm curious what a show like that would do to him like because i like i don't know i, I don't think kaguya sama's todd's type of show i, I think todd would well think i think perfect corny. blue's on my list of movies to watch i think it's called perfect blue yeah perfect, perfect blue. blue but yeah, perfect blue like is a... i mean i don't think i've actually sat down and watched perfect blue and i think we've had this conversation before but i believe it's it's more or less black swan yeah that's so, what i've heard too yeah so do we need to trial out no like a like Absolutely a not. anime book club where no we go at Todd's pace of like, no. wait, why not, Mike? I, you guys keep trying to sell more. Yo, of these let's do this. Monthly so this is what we're gonna do now. Thing. This is what we're gonna do with add to the monthly. I don't have the time. A monthly movie, a monthly video game, and a monthly anime. Boom. <laughs> a monthly so... video game. This guy's out of his fucking marbles. <laughs> no, but Mike, mo the shit that we pick is gonna be shit you've already seen anyway. So you don't have to necessarily watch it. But it wouldn't be interesting to like pick Todd's brain after watching something like I don't know. Let's start with Evangelion. Like, I mean, sure. I mean, if you guys want to do it and then you're about to record, but like, yeah, I can pop in and see what I remember. Mike, you wouldn't rewatch Evangelion? Uh, I don't know. I, I, that's, it's a time investment. If you guys are going to do the rebuild films, yeah, maybe. Well, Todd has to watch the original first. Probably. All right, so what if we do this? What if we just throw this out there? Because I think that Todd should watch Evangelion at some point. What if we just do this? 
What if? Over like everything that we've talked about? You think? I mean, I think like... I would say. I don't know, Mike. What would you say? Um, I guess. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. It, Cowboy Bebop is also probably would be taught. Uh, Mike is right. I think Cowboy Bebop would be enjoyable. I think it'd be you. much more your speed, or at least but I think you would Todd, enjoy. It. Todd likes fucked up shit, and Evangelion is also that. Also true. But I yeah, feel I mean, like, it, like it gets fucked up. Actually, it gets pretty fucked up in the first couple episodes. It's I like, know. I don't think, like, obviously, I'm not, I don't want to compare Attack on Titan to Evangelion because I have no idea what either of them are. But are they kind of, same kind of, like, style as in, like, one's, like, like probably robots and, like, the other one's, like, but the, are they kind of, like, same, like, themes of, like... Mm, actually, it's kind of funny. There, there are certain elements that I would say are similar. People who've seen both probably know what I'm talking about. Um, but they both have cinnamon rolls, Mike. Wait, excuse me. Never mind. They both have an Aaron Yeager, whatever his name <laughs> it's is, from end end of Eva, the first oh. fifteen minutes. Oh, that you're yeah. talking about the. Okay, you're talking about that. No. Yeah. Um, what what else could I be talking about? Keep going. Cinnamon rolls. I mean, when you're talking, when you're talking about that, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking baby batter, just off the duff. Off the okay, top. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, what were we saying again? Yeah, I mean, they're both, they both can get pretty violent, and uh, you know, monsters and shit. I don't know. Yeah. If there's much more than that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I would. I just. I'm also just looking for. I like the oh. animation so far. The the look of Evangelion. I like like the way the animation. Yeah, looks. it's it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's, it's up there for me. Like, is one of the, my favorite. That's like early, depending on what you're looking at. That's like early mid '90s like animation. Godness Which I kind of love game. that style. Yeah, I kind of love that style. It looks like very Edge Runnerish. Is that like the same people who like? Uh, I think Edwards was done by Trigger. Studio Trigger, I think, formed out of the people who were previously a part of Gynax. Oh, wow. That's kind of weird that Todd just fucking picked that out, too. Yeah. Todd's a big animation guy. Todd's Animate. Yeah, Todd's Animate. Todd's Animation (laughs) Minute. That's that's what this is. Uh, I I also am just looking for, like, a push to watch the rebuilds, because we're in also End of Eva, so it's kind of around. Yeah, I mean, watch them both. You you were gonna well you said Mike also because we're just gonna apparently blow this topic out of the water. Uh, mm-hmm. When I said that some mo- most people would say Cowboy Bebop best anime, mm-hmm. you immediately rebutted with you know it's up there. So do you have a best anime? Personally? I'm not saying I have one. I'm just saying yeah. that I know. Is it in your pantheon? Is it in your top five? Personally, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Ah. Uh... Probably not, but that's just because I'm Ooh. looking for. It. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I've probably for to if I were to pick, I, I think I lean very heavily towards just shonen like battle shit. So yeah, that's just a me problem. Anyway, I was gonna Would say it make that it a lot your of people, 10? if I were to sit down and think about it and be like, oh yeah, you know this, I like this show, but I can recognize that this is bad or like not as good. If I were to see about it, probably. Yeah. No, it's it's, you it's my... your top shows. I mean, I I personally like <clears throat> I haven't watched Cowboy Bebop since I was a kid. So like I don't have like I have a fondness for Bebop, but I'm not like this is one of the best animes. But it's because I probably need to rewatch it as an adult. Yeah. To I think it was one more. of its one of its strengths is that it just has a very solid English dub. 
Yeah. Oh my god. On top of everything, I, I would else, say it's like, like a really good English dub. It's probably. Like I would say it probably has the best. Yeah. Like I, I think I'm I'm a dub person, and I don't I don't get turned off the same way most people you know seemingly do with dubs. Like, oh, the dub sucks, and it's like I mean I'm fine with it. Like it's it's yeah. not offensive to me. But like yeah, Cowboy Bebop is like a top tier English voice cast for that show. You were saying. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys my top animes of all time. <laughs> Okay. Number num- number one is Edge Runners. Mm-hmm. Number two is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because those are the only two I've ever seen. You've watched yeah. Brotherhood? Yes. It was oh, right around the same time I was. It was right around the same time I was. Same time he was through, watching because uh, I was thinking about rewatching Brotherhood. Uh, and what I was going to say before was that I think people typically consider Brotherhood, Brotherhood to be yeah. like one of the best, if not the best. Edge Runners. Wait, I'm confused. When did you watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Dot. So I, I like think recently. I watched, like, no, this was like two years ago. When I was watching, whenever That's I was watching Attack recent. on Titan, when I was yeah. watching Attack on Titan, and I saw a TikTok about like this guy going over his like favorite um, animes, and I'm like, fuck, everyone. I keep, I keep on seeing Brotherhood and fucking number one, number two, number one. So I like stopped watching Attack on Titan and started watching that, and got sucked into that. Um, yeah, but Todd's, Edge Runners is Todd's, Todd's so Edge is, influenced. Edge, Edge Runners is to me is like what True Detective season one is to like regular TV. Like as far as like, and I don't know anything about anime, but like I feel like I'm gonna hold that. that <laughs> thing he with, does with know a lot about True Detective. <laughs> Jeez. This is just Todd finds every chance to talk about True Detective he can. Uh, anyways, I don't know, right, Mike. Right. We should watch. We should. I'm just saying we should watch. I think Evangelion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we'll just watch it. I saw my DVD somewhere. Where can I watch it? So it should be on Netflix. Okay, cool. It's on Netflix, but it has like a different dub or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. And then they got rid of some of the licensed music because the ending theme was Fly Me to the Moon and they don't use that anymore. Hmm. Oh, that's yeah, I watched. I watched it on Netflix. I did not know that. Um, anyways, yeah. Evangelion's uh, pretty pretty good. I don't know where we even were and how we got to that. So I don't was know. Just, you, you, were, you were checking in on me and I brought up my, uh, my thoughts yeah, uh, on okay, okay. Fucking uh, One Piece. Sorry, I got fucking the, 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 double, the double dip of flu shot and COVID vaccine. Like my body fucking hates me. Um, so I have to keep coughing. Um, yeah, a couple of quick housekeeping things, and then we'll roll right into the rest of the show. Uh, this episode, of course, sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty from the Salem, Massachusetts area, with the North Shore. Uh, bad month to do that. Uh, plan accordingly. Prepare to wait. Be nice to everyone you interact with. Tip heavily at Goodnight Fatty and other, you know, restaurant, coffee shop, wherever you go. Um, but yeah, Goodnight Fatty is a great place. Obviously, this is a tough month if you're coming up here. You know, just be aware that it is, you know, last year in October alone, Salem brought in uh, just shy of a million tourists at 990,000 people checking into the city over the course of October of last year. So, you know, keep that in mind if you're coming up here. But if you do come up here, head on down to Goodnight Fatty, get yourself some delicious treats. You will not be disappointed. You will probably have to wait in a long line, but I promise it'll be worth it. Pretty good cookies. Anyways, uh, some other housekeeping things. Uh, like I said, next week we'll do the PTC Movie Club for September. We apologize for the delay. And also, because Dom is not here, we don't know what his movie is. So he will also reveal the October movie for... Wait, do you know it, Todd? Todd, you're muted. 
Unless you're just mumbling. Things. Sorry, uh, <laughs> dealing with Liam. Um, I, I'm hoping he picks what I think he's going to pick. I'm just going to like leave it at that. He though probably so. knows. What's that? Do you know, Mike? Uh, he definitely. He probably told me, and I probably already forgot. I feel like that happens a lot. Or like yeah. he'll have a few ideas, and I'll immediately forget. So he, uh, I mean, there there is also a chance that Dom pops into this episode at some point. So if you're a, a watching this episode live or later on YouTube, there's a chance the cameras are going to get all fucked up because Dom may pop in at some point. Um, uh, and if and if you're an audio listener, then you know you you'll see, you'll wait and see if you hear if you hear someone that just got off an airplane in a very busy route back home. You know that's I'm, I apologize in advance for your car speakers or your headphones. Um, anyways, that's all, I don't know. There's probably other housekeeping things. We're just going to roll right into it. So before we talk about probably the main thing we'll talk about tonight, which is Final Fantasy 16, uh, Mike, did you get a chance to play Foam Stars this weekend? Uh, I played it, it looked like bad. once yesterday. Oh, well, what, what, what is your one match takeaway? Are you going to play more? Uh, I did mean to try it again, but then I watched the movie and then I was waiting for a fucking washing machine so kind of spaced out on it it was whatever yeah it is the beta only this weekend i think it ends tonight so like you know as long as i try and play it again before midnight i can probably get another match in is your excitement level there when this episode ends in about 40 minutes are you hopping over to play foam stars is the itch there if i remember i might give it a shot is it a demo or is the game officially launched it's a beta. beta Okay. I mean, I, I don't know if the game has single player stuff. I think it's did only they, a multiplayer like, just, game. Did they just not learn from Destruction Derby? Because it fucking just seems like it's like a reenactment of fucking that game that they launched like two years ago and no one played it. And then Derby like, was a Square Enix game? Oh, it's Square Enix? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just like a PlayStation thing. Like, yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it might be. Play- is it PlayStation? I, watched- I don't think it is. I think the beta I- might be PlayStation only, but I don't oh, think I thought it was only PlayStation. Stars is a PlayStation only game. I've. I've never thought about it. I was under the assumption it was a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, yeah, it is a PlayStation exclusive, but it's a Square Enix game. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it it's trying to do something that looks like Splatoon slash Splatoon-ish. Overwatch-ish, maybe. So, like I mean, it can have an audience. I mean, if it, you know, if it has a player base. Yeah. It, will it stay... I, I... Will it stay generating revenue that they keep the servers up? I don't know, but... I mean, who knows? I, who knows? I'm, not, I'm not mad that there's a, an attempt at a new thing that's a new IP. I mean... During the better, demo, during the tutorial... Fall. Yeah, during the tutorial. I, mean, <laughs> I, it's note to I said it's probably fall. better than Babylon's Fall, which was also yeah. Square. They made a specific point to say that you don't get kills in this game, you get chills. Because when, you know... People right, are, I'm on board. I'm on board with that. People got to cool down. You lost they, me. They, they, you, 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 friends, you get lost killed me. in Splatoon, you get splatted. I'm cool with yeah, getting killed. I'm cool with I mean, getting killed. Nothing, nothing compares pass. to Splatoon. Splatoon is like the best IP that like Nintendo's put out in fucking God knows how long. And fucking, it's like one of the best IPs like out there, I think. And yet we're not playing well, it right I know, now. man. It follows me. It's just we can play whenever. You always, I always. No, I know. In my Switch, I'm ready to go. Todd's too busy playing fucking Call of Duty like a weirdo. Oh, um, when I can play Call of Duty and fucking like I can see when you sign on Xbox. I know what you. Do. No, I actually haven't played Call of Duty in a while. No, what was I gonna say? Uh, I, I, you said the best Nintendo IP they've put out in a long time. 
for new IP, I mean, Pikmin. Arms. Arms wait, is but not is that, bad. Wait, I mean, it's wait, not like, Pikmin, up there. Pikmin's not considered like new though, because it's been like several but games. But like, one of their like, new, like as far as like if you're talking about when a new the, IP is, like yeah, because they haven't really done many new IPs. It was Arms, Splatoon, and Pikmin. Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, they really haven't done much fucking trash Nintendo. Jesus. Yeah, um, they haven't done much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, there might be some other littler, like smaller thing. In the oh mix yeah. There. Uh, maybe something on the 3DS. Codename Steam is, I guess, maybe Abraham Lincoln maybe? counts. Uh, I don't know. Dil- Dylan's Rolling Western maybe is a Nintendo thing. I keep forgetting that game exists. So there you go. Dylan, heard Dylan the Armadillo. <clears throat> Arm- Armadillo. Anyways. I mean, they have random things like the Badge Arcade guy, the bunny. But yeah, Splatoon's great. That, that, to, to roll it all back, Splatoon's great. So if this if this plays like Splatoon, I don't know. I'll give it a shot. I I didn't have. I, I watched like a weekend, video but... of something on Twitter today, and it it just did not look as smooth as like is it anything. I mean, Splatoon. I, I've talked like some of some of our friends of the show, you know, were at uh, Summer Games Fest and played it out there, and like I think they enjoyed what they played. Um, is it? You know what? I remember or... everyone telling me that this fucking know. dodgeball game was going to be the wave of the future, and I was like, "Not that ah, like, city." I'm like, cool. "I said it was no. going to be dead in like a month, and it was hold fucking on, dead." Hold on, hold on. You're not some fucking soothsayer saying I said this game was going to be dead. <laughs> Every live service game dies in like a year or two. None of these no, live service like, games last. Yeah, None of them do. No, it's yeah. it has nothing to do with the quality of the game. Knockout City was fucking. A great time. I had so much fun with that game. It wasn't bad. It was. I'm. I'm kind of giving it a hard time, but it wasn't. It yeah. Wasn't terrible. But all those fucking games die. They all do. It's. It's to the point where, I, like, the numbers behind it must be good enough for it's like, yeah, we expect this game to run for two years, and we'll make the money off of in-game purchases, and it justifies us making this thing because there's there's no way that they are not profitable, and studios keep fucking making them because they all close. None of them. None of them stay open. Like, they all want to have a Fortnite. It's never going to happen. They all want to have a, a Fall Guys. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. They tried yeah. so hard and they got so far. I'm because... still confused by the whole, like, kill the Justice League game and fucking. Cause... Completely forgot about that game. Oof, I haven't. That was like a, that was like a game Completely I was forgot. patiently, patiently I'm waiting for. see. I mean, I like the style. Like, Foam Stars has, like, interesting characters and stuff. I don't know, but I'm trying to you see if it's to... free-to-play. I have no idea. That's what I was going to check, too. I feel like it should be if it's not. I feel like it should be as well. If it's not free-to-play, this game's going to have some hurdles, I think. It's going to be dead on arrival. I mean, it's not going to be dead on arrival. It'll probably be on PlayStation Network or whatever, something. So they will have people playing it, regardless if it's not Yeah, I, I suppose if it's part of the PlayStation whatever they call yeah it's free for all playstation players it's free yeah all right i don't know it could could do something i mean again playstation it has it has the the third party you know online games but they don't have a lot of their own online games so i like how like it can fit a niche it can it can work Take away like Octopath Traveler, which was also on Switch. Like I don't even know what PlayStation's fucking launched this year, minus Final Fantasy 16. But like they fucking have had nothing, and no one talks about like they've had like zero exclusives from the king of exclusives. 
no, I feel like there's something else this year. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got Spider Man. They got Final Fantasy 16. But I feel like there was something else this year too that was PlayStation exclusive. Uh, wait, Octopath's not on Xbox, or it's coming to Xbox though. I don't know. It's definitely didn't come to Xbox. Like, yeah. Octopath to Xbox. Um, ba, 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 ba. We'll probably eventually get that. It's coming yeah. next year. But that's not what this episode is about. So, Foam Stars. Uh, have you been playing anything else, Todd, before we talk about Final Fantasy 16? It's fucking Rally and Cyberpunk. It's probably, honestly, you're going to hate me saying this. Game of the Year. Game of the Year? I mean, uh, I, I, why I, am I, I going to hate you for saying that? You can have whatever Game of the Year you want. Because, I mean, like, Tears of the Kingdom is, like, my Game of the Year. But, like, fucking Cyberpunk is fucking also my Game of the Year. It's like, I don't well, know what to do. Well, so, like... If you're listening to the show right now, we're going to we're going to do game of the year our way this year, which is it's Tears of the Kingdom whatever and then, and then whatever is the next <laughs> thing. Um, so for you, Cyberpunk. Well, you haven't played I'm the not, fucking I, DLC I, yet. No, I have. I've, I've, I've already been playing, oh. I'm jumping into it. So, what you've like, so far, you're saying that you personally are putting it above Tears of the Kingdom because I, no, well, I have well, not well, put anybody I'm putting over Tears of the Kingdom. Above Elden Ring, above Baldur's Gate. Listen, you kidding me? When I played, you when, I played when I played when I played Cyberpunk for the Spider-Man first time, Spider-Man coming out in like three weeks, man. Come I don't on. care about Spider-Man. Uh, it was a broken mess, and it's still probably one of my favorite games. I, I'm telling you, this game's like in like probably going to end up being my top three game of all time. Like it's like one of, if yeah, not my favorite taste. game. It's not surprising. Sure, but regardless, <laughs> like it's like it's it's. Uh, no, I mean I've I, seen people. I've seen nothing about people rave about this. Like friend of the show, Ken Shepard. Uh, he he's like over the moon for this for this game and like and i'm not like a a cd project red fanboy like i don't like any of their other games so like this is like a game that like what, they got the me with this game. Called? uh phantom liberty phantom liberty, phantom yeah, liberty? Yeah, liberty. Right. yeah i think that's um, worth noting that you don't like their other games yeah like i, I don't dislike it just did nothing for me i like i tried playing it i tried playing it several times couldn't get into it now i still feel like i want to go play it again but i know what the outcome is going to be but yeah, I mean, like this is this is one of those games that like I st- can't stop thinking about for a very long time. Mm. I thought it. I thought it reviewed. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not searching for this right now. Well, I know that. Cool. I know that some websites gave it like a ten. Uh, the, oh the yeah, no, I've got a bunch. It's, it's like sitting at like ninety on like Open Critic or whatever it is. Yeah, I think I think front of the show Michael Hyam gave it a ten out of ten on on yeah. GameSpot. I don't know if if. If Ken reviewed it at Kotaku or not, well, it's, uh, it's weird playing a game like this that like has like all those dialogue options. It's more a heavy-handed RPG, but like I've never played an RPG where the gunplay, sword play, everything is fucking some of the best I've played. Like it's just that good. Mm-hmm. Does Kotaku not number their reviews? They don't. Uh, I don't remember. I, I think if they don't, I, I I don't want to put words in Ken's mouth, but I, I'm pretty sure Ken would give it a 10 out of 10. I know Ken is all about Phantom Liberty, so. Um, Does he like the base game, too? Like, or is it like Phantom Liberty is just like that, like, made him like everything? Because, uh, like, this update is so massive, it's I, just fucking crazy. I think Ken always liked Cyberpunk, like, warts and all they did the they did like a but, the axe of the blood god on cyberpunk didn't they didn't they do like a whole thing on uh yeah ken was probably on that episode 
if not Michael Hyam, maybe two, but they also, they just did, like, if you want to hear them talk about it, Ken, Eric, and I think Michael Hyam was on the episode. They did an episode of Normandy FM recently that was about Phantom Liberty. So you can listen to them talk about that over there. Um, But yeah, they, I mean, if they didn't already do a dedicated episode on Acts of the Blood God about Phantom Liberty, I'm sure one is coming soon. Um, Anyways. Aside from that, uh, I've been playing. I, I mean, I I finished Final Fantasy sixteen, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, but I also have been kind of jumping around a few things. I'm I'm trying to f- figure out where I want to land because, like, we're in October now. I don't really have a lot of time to. If I want to do Spider Man, which I might, because Dom is beating Spider Man and Miles to get to Spider Man two, and I might do it too because they're not long games. Um, so I might try to bite that off quick but the other thing i've been playing is cocoon and Yo, I'll, probably finish, I'll probably i'll probably it's finish so it tonight or tomorrow but that game it's so good. is really fucking good like even just stylistically like i i booted dude. up last night for the first time and i was playing it diving on, uh, in and out of like the balls it's, and, like, it's dude, amazing it's, it's, it's so good insane. like really that, is, so i good. i just sat in the area and just kept going back and forth to watch that like animation because i was like this is this is so fucking cool uh it's on game pass if you have is it only on xbox right now i think it's on everything right i could be wrong i, I have know. no idea let me see uh it's on oh it is on switch too yeah it's on everything uh, but it's well, on I'm Game confused Pass. because, like, this is from the people who brought you Limbo and Inside, but that other game, fucking Somerville, was also from. I'm confused. Did, like, what am people, I missing? People left stu- the studio. So this okay. is from people who left Play Dead and made a new studio. And um, Play Dead was actually the people who did Somerville. Is that what it was? Or, like, maybe. I, or, may, or maybe it was people. Is, is oh. Somerville a Play Dead game? It's from someone who left. That, yeah, that so I don't know if it's a play dead game though. Yeah, it's it's know, someone... from a it's from a developer called Jump Ship. So okay. they jump ship from play dead. Yeah, they, they made a bad move because that game was fucking um, you know, horrible so state. The studio that made Cocoon, Geometric Interactive, is a small independent game development studio based in Copenhagen, Denmark. Our games are designed around unique gameplay ideas, blah blah blah. The studio was founded by former Play Dead employees Jep Carlson, who was the lead gameplay designer on uh, Limbo and Inside. And then program composer, programmer and composer Jacob Schmidt, whose work uh, on the music-based platformer 140. I don't know what that game is. But, yeah, I mean, I this was a game that was on my radar for, I mean, obviously the, the Playdeads, uh, ex-Playdead folks, but also just it look, always looked like a good game. And it's an Annapurna published game, so they usually put out games that I enjoy. Fuck, it's real good. Mike, if you want, like, something that's just different than like a nice in uh like it has a very good vibe like the vibe of this game is like the, the sound design music's really yeah, cool like every, yeah, everything's like, just really cool and uh and i don't find like it's I a feel puzzle like the puzzles are de- platformer. they're definitely challenging but like at the same time i'm one of those people like fuck i gotta go on youtube and i feel like i haven't had to do that yet and i'm yeah. not like super far into it but like i don't know like I, i'm yeah, the, pu- the puzzles d- don't don't seem maybe they get much more difficult towards the end, but the puzzles don't seem like anything that like, you know, if it if the uh, for me at least so far, I I want to say because the game tracks your progress, I think I'm almost halfway done with it. Um, nothing has stood out to me as like I don't know what I need to do here, but right. 
it does have little moments that I did get not stuck, but I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And then when I figured it out, I'm like, oh, like, oh, it's like, that was a nice little aha moment of, oh, I got to carry yes. this other ball into the other ball. Like just little yes, stuff exactly. like that. that I was like, this like is, that, like, yeah. and it's like, it's doable because like, like I said, like usually I'm like, cause Liam was watching me play. He was totally into it. And I'm like, yeah, wait, I'm like, oh, I'm like, look, I just came out of the ball and you can see that laser moving forward right now. Now jump back, you know, like and stuff like yeah. that. Like it sounds, what I'm it, saying makes no sense to people yeah. probably, but like. It, it's just like a very cool experience. Like, so it's not really a spoiler for the game. You, you're some sort of thing that comes out of a cocoon. I don't know if you're a bug or something else. Uh, Cause I don't really think there's any dialogue or words in this game, at least not yet. But you hatch out of this cocoon, Mike. You drop down, you're just kind of like platforming around. You can't really do anything. You get to an area where you can like, like open your wings and then like it opens a door. And then you finally like, once you do some stuff in this area, you like pop out of where you are and you come out of this orb and the orb that you come out of is like the world you were just in. And then you pick well, the like orb up and like carry it to the next area to like solve puzzles. And then you can go like back into the orb when you bring it to it. It's like, it's just like weird little like hopping in and out of this like orb. And then you find other orbs that have other biomes in it. So it's just like a very, uh, it's weird because the, like, I feel like, well, I was like, gonna say, I feel like you like it, like the character knows the technology, but yes. at the same time, it's also a hostile technology to him. So like I'm curious where it's going and like yeah exactly you know, like and knowing it's, that it's you know potentially something that will revolve like res resolve itself in a twist because it's you know it's X plated um, yeah. inside and limbo both you know like to have their twists in it so I'm curious what the twist like I may I don't know like I'm very curious yeah. how this game plays yeah, out yeah. and it's it's very short, wanna, yeah. low, relatively oh, short I think okay. I think how long to beat has it listed like four hours but I think oh really yeah okay. yeah. I'm like two um, in, so I think, or like exactly. an hour and I half. think I'm around. The, I think I'm around the halfway point. So, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. I if you have Game Pass, I highly recommend downloading it. Like easily, easily going to be one of those indie games from this year that people are saying is one of the best. Um, definitely something. And, and Wilfred Brimley is in this. Am I understanding this correctly? Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Just double was check. That, was that a movie joke? I don't know what's happening. Yes. Yes. Okay. You know, I, I figured as much. No. Like the movie. Should I have? It's some of the old people. Yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, so yeah, Cocoon is is great. I'm very happy that that game is finally out, and uh, it's uh, it's a good time. So the last thing that I want to talk about briefly with with the gang here, because I finally rolled credits on Final Fantasy 16. Uh, it's been something I've been plugging away with at the in the background. I would have finished it much sooner, but we we had gotten the code a little bit. Uh, late, so it was going to be a later uh, thing we did anyway. But then I also got Sea of Stars, and that took precedence over everything else. So it was kind of just a matter of uh, once we got done with some other stuff, and I was playing this in the background. So we're here now, and I will say, I don't know if I've ever finished a Final Fantasy game before. Crystal Chronicles, I definitely have, but that's not like a real, I mean, a quote unquote real Final Fantasy. It's not a mainline game. Um, this is the and third I, one I finished. And I probably weird. finished Tactic, Tac, Tactics Advance back in the day, but that's also again like not a mainline. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a silly, seven. a silly boy. Yeah, I finished seven and seven yeah. remake. 
That was oh, number two. I, I thought that was that. weird. I was like, he definitely played. Oh the wait, series. seven remakes, four. So I finished four then. Seven, yeah. I forgot about so, seven remakes. So yes, like I, I've always dabbled in Final Fantasy, and that's never been something that, like, when I was a kid, I never had any Final Fantasy games growing up, so I didn't have like any Super Nintendo Final Fantasy games. I think the first Final Fantasy game I probably owned as a younger person was Crystal Chronicles for the GameCube, um, and then. Yeah, I never really like I I had bought whichever one is lightning. Is that eleven? It's a three sixty it's on the three sixty. Lightning? It, the it's the character you play as is named Lightning. Is that ten? It so it, it is one of the games that has a direct sequel. Well so like I know ten has ten two, but I think there's another one that has a, a direct sequel. I played that game and never finished it. Played fifteen, never finished it. Um and then I, I'm on a quest now, living in a post-remake world where I finished remake and then played the original seven and, you know, have now finished 16. I'm, I'm living in a state of, all right, I'm going to pick older Final Fantasy now, and that's going to be, like, the thing I play in the background. But before I do that, actually, I'm, I am playing Chrono Trigger, which is, you know, it's Square Enix, so it's still same vein. But I'm going to slowly kind of pluck away at old turn-based RPGs that I've never played. So there'll be some Final Fantasy games that make their way into that mix. But 16, I was, th this was like a game that prior to PAX East this past year, I was like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll play it when it comes out. Maybe I won't. It's not really my thing. The icon fights. I wasn't going to buy it. Yeah, like the icon fights didn't really do much for me up front. But I don't know what it was. When we went to that panel at PAX East, Mike, mm -hmm. and like, the they you know they talked more in depth about the game they showed a lot of things talked about stuff i in in it's also you know maybe some of the the shoulder rubbing excitement of like you know jesse and Haim and eric and everyone else that was in the panel with us uh also being excited about like things and i'm like all right everyone's kind of geeking out about this maybe i should maybe i should like keep this on my radar and here it is and i will say I'm definitely not as high on it as the rest of the friends of the show are. Well, I don't know where you land on this, Todd. Being someone, I still who's think it's in my. As of right now, I still think it's in my top five favorite games of the. But then again, it's like one of like the nine games I finished this year. But um, yeah. it's definitely one of my favorites. But um, and I think this is like a controversial topic. But, like, I think this is, like, the least Final Fantasy game out of any Final Fantasy game. I don't know if that's, you know, it's yeah, just, I like, mean, I think there's. I think they were trying people... to appeal to, like, a bigger audience, which I don't think is a bad thing, because I really enjoyed the game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, it, I enjoyed the combat. I enjoyed the story. Like, I think me and Mike played the demo. The, the game came out, when it came out, I was like, fuck it, I'll just play the demo, because I really want to play this game, but I don't know if I want to get it. And then the demo sucked me in, and then I bought it like two seconds later. Mike too. So having a mic yeah. too. Hmm. I I was actually surprised. Part of my like revved up excitement for this was when I had found out that Mike played the demo and he was so taken by the demo that he then bought the fucking game. I was like, this does not happen often for Mike. Like Mike, yeah, the, Mike the, is very the, selective. The demo did a very good job. He gives his time um the, the demo was like some of the best parts of the story and it like sucked you into like this world and you were like okay i'm down you know right away I, i'm very touch and go with the story and and i'll get into that reason why in a second but 
so so up front for those listening or, or watching we're not going to spoil anything we're not going to talk about spoilers we'll just talk about you know broad stroke stuff and in impressions or ha- or you know our, our thoughts on the game without spoiling any story stuff uh or if there's anything gameplay wise that would be a spoiler we won't talk about that so Mike has not finished yet, but Mike's very close to the end. So Mike, Mike, I think can make an informed opinion based on you know the amount of game that he's played. Which after the show, tell remind me exactly where you are uh, off the show because okay. I'm, I'm curious. I think I know where you are, but I'm curious how much you actually have left. Um, because towards the end of that game, I kept thinking I was much closer to the end, and then I would ask like someone, "Hey, this is where I'm at." I'm like, can I finish this tonight? And every time Wait, I asked Todd, every time I asked Todd, it doesn't matter what I said. He's like, yeah, I got like another eight to ten hours. I'm like, no, I fucking don't. There's no fucking way. But, I didn't understand that text message before a, when there's... you said I roll credits in the game and Todd goes, damn, another eight to ten hours. I'm like, what the yes. fuck is he talking about? I'm so hard when Todd said that. But every time, and I, and I, I was like, wrong though when I said that to you. you know, a there was a few times where you were not wrong, and I was like, there's no way the way this game is right now that I have that much more time. And then I like threw it on a stream in Discord for like jesse or someone i was like jesse how much more of this game do i have off he's like you got a good chunk still i'm like i do like i really have a good chunk um my, my biggest probably my biggest complaint with this game is i don't dislike the story i just think that this game is so in my opinion poorly paced where i feel like i really enjoyed the combat once you start unlocking the like you know, obviously there are things you unlock further into the game and you continue to unlock certain things like new icons or whatever. Um, but once you kind of get like the full grasp of the combat, like what it is going to offer you, like for the most part, obviously, again, you'll get more stuff as you go. But once you kind of get to the point of like, this is what the combat is, it hooked me in. It was fun to play. Like you could just mash through it if you want to. You can combo shit and, and, and get into it if you really want to like min-max what you're doing. And I really, really enjoyed the combat. And then I would immediately have to watch like 30 minutes of cutscenes. And it's just like, there are people that are eating this up and that's great. And I'm glad you enjoyed that. But for me personally, it was just like, oh my God, I just want to like, I just want to continue to play in advance and get more story and not like, not that it wasn't giving me story, but it was like, all right, I know what's happening in this moment. Please stop talking about it and let me go back to, anything else um to the point where it kind of it kind of like i was doing some side stuff early on especially certain side missions that like you know jesse had pointed i was like oh you should do these missions i'm like all right cool but towards the end i was just like i don't want to do any side stuff i really just want to see this through and and as you get towards the back third of the game the story definitely ramped up for me. I was way more invested, but it was still just so much fucking story and so much. I think dialogue. the story loses its way mid game. Like I, I do think it's like, I, it, it becomes a little less interesting mid game. And then yeah. I think like the back, like three hours, it gets starts, gets, gets going again. Um, I think the first like five hours of the story is fucking great. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know like i i really like i wouldn't ever say this is my game of the year but it's still it's in my top games of the year if that makes yeah. any sense you know i i get that like th- this would probably fall into my top 10 for the year uh and yeah. I, I like i have finished a lot of games this year and i plan on finishing a lot more so but i still think it would end up remaining in my top 10 i don't know if it would crack my top five personally and and my personal list is also just like heavily based off of my personal preferences which like 
I like a lot of Nintendo games. Like Pikmin 4 is probably going to be in my top five, and that probably won't be in a lot of people's top ten. Um, but Final Fantasy 16 is fantastic. I'm very, very happy I played it. Um, I'm very happy I saw it through to the end. I don't. Did you watch like through the credits, Todd? Like the end, yeah. end of the. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I had, actually fucking love the ending. Like that's what. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's yes. why I like the game. Like. Because, like I said, like the story's awesome at the beginning. The middle, it's kind of like, hey, yeah, we're going through this whole thing. There's a lot of like downtime and everything. Yeah, I loved the way they ended it because they could have ended it several ways, and like I just think they ended it the right way. Yeah, um, yeah. I, uh, it's weird because I don't know. Like I love so many. Th- I, I, the game looks so good too. Like when you're like doing certain like some of those like each move like each power you get has like an ultimate basically kind of like, yeah. and you know obviously yeah. but like some of those ultimates just look so fucking flashy and good on the screen yeah. like the lightning or no, like the, you know, the, a tornado that's what I'm saying. Or, like the like for a game that is so cinematic heavy for the most part the best cinematic s- stuff was like when you're just in-game. executing yeah. the combat so yep. heavily and it's just like explosions and it's 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 so good it's a lot of people probably disagree with me on this but like the combat is what i wanted final fantasy 7 remake to be in some ways like i don't like the slowdown of final and i know people love that combat of the remake but i don't like like the slowdown and constantly going through menus kind of thing and i think this game did a really good job of keeping everything so it's at your fingertips you know like you're you're never having to like pause the game to cycle through like something like everything's there and at your disposal and it all works really well for the most part. And I, I feel like it could be overwhelming, but I think it was pretty streamlined in some ways, like the combat. And I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah, no, the combat was good. And I, and I also liked the combat in in seven remake, but I, I liked the combat in this a lot. Like this is, this is my favorite devil may cry game that, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't really care for devil may cry games and I like this, this worked really well for me. It, it, it felt good uh, to execute. And again, like, there were times where I'm just like, you know, beating up regular garbage enemies that just get in my way. And I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just mashing fucking the square. But then there are times where it's like, all right, I'm in, a, I'm in, in this fight and I'm like trying to combo and use all my abilities and, you know, pay attention to the timers. So I'm like using my abilities as quick as possible. And it was, it was, it feels good when it's hitting like on at its highest level for me, it was feeling real good. But you know what? This is, this is a ahead. game where like, I'm like, oh, it made me realize, but I shouldn't even say that because there's several games and like Cyberpunk is another one when I say this. The voice acting from some of these people in this game is so fucking strong that like I just jive with the characters so much more. It's like the same with like V and Cyberpunk and like a bunch of the characters in Cyberpunk. The voice acting is so fucking good. And I think that fucking Sid, I think fucking obviously um, Five. main character. Five, yeah, like, I, and I think the voice acting just fucking draws you in too. If it's done yeah. as yeah, well, the, as it's done the, the music is phenomenal. The voice music is phenomenal. Yep. Like, somebody gets Sid a fucking lozenge. Jesus, like my guy, he, great raspy delivery, great voice. But there were certain points where I'm like, my guy, clear your throat for the love of God. Um, but Sid was great. Sid's a great character. Um, I, I enjoyed his story arc a lot. I. I I kind of wanted more from Jill. Um, yeah, I think they sidelined Jill, and I think that's one of my biggest complaints. Yeah. I think that well, like yeah. she's huge in the first half, and then like yeah. the second half, she's pretty much just fucking on the back burner. Well, that's the other thing about this game too. That's kind of interesting is like you have a 
party sort of, but you don't really yeah, have a party. So I yeah, never, no. I never felt as connected to anyone else as I did with Clive. Yep. And like, I mean, I, I probably could, I probably cared about Torgal more than any of the other human characters. And coming from a Final Fantasy game, that's wild because like yeah. that's pretty much Final Fantasy in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Like you're cycling through your characters, and like yeah, I, yeah, I think that's the I think that's probably this game's biggest downfall. Yeah, like is, I uh, like I didn't even need to control the other characters. It no, was more of the, just like I kind of yeah. felt like I was always on a solo quest, which hundred yes, percent. I still I think overall I enjoyed the game a lot. I enjoyed the story. I really enjoyed the combat, but I did I do think it misses like some sort of little element of not having that just like, like yeah, in, inter-party yep. dialogue that uh i think this game could have benefited more from where, where are you at mike with this overall like story-wise gameplay-wise story-wise i think like i said i played that demo and i was interested in the story and also i was okay with the combat system so those two things were checked off so i said okay i'll get this game and I do think I like the story in the sense that I found myself often, uh, you know, that button you can press when you're in a cutscene, so you can see definitions yeah, which, of all the things. Which, which I did really enjoy. I don't, I don't know of another game that I can think of that it, does that. It does that. No, where you like I don't know. touch the. I think it was touching like the the middle. I don't know what this button is called on the PlayStation controller. Yeah. The middle thing, the pad. But yeah, you could press that during cutscenes, and it would like let you look at like proper now definitions and stuff yeah Yeah. and then there was also that map that you could look at where you could also look at the timeline of events and this is kind of cool so i did like that uh yeah the the party thing was kind of weird i don't play a lot of jrpgs so my few experiences with them i kind of expect to have that option to kind of switch out my my roster for whatever i think is necessary and you didn't really get that it was just more like this is what the story dictates. These people are going to be running around with you. Yeah. And they're going to do whatever, whatever it is they do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, sure. There are characters that I liked that occasionally joined your party, but I was never super attached or invested with a lot of them. Yeah. And I feel like there were probably side quests that flesh out the characters a little bit more for you, but that's like, yes, I don't know. That is they all, that's no, kinda, they all, those side here's the problem with the side quests because I did a lot of them. Like you said, I did a lot of them at first, and then I got to the point where I'm like, there was maybe one out of fifteen that were impactful. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how many more I want to do with these because, like, yeah. if I have to do five to ten side quests to get one good one, do I really need I to think, do these? I like, I think at the very towards the very when you get basically to the point of no return in the game, I think yeah. there are side quests you can do for the other main characters that i think that's are... when i stopped doing them by that point though like, no, you know, well, like that's what when i got to that point uh like jesse and, and whoever else were like oh no you should do these these side quests before you finish the game and i was like i'll put i'll drop a save point here and yeah. i'll beat the game and i'll come back to it and they're like no don't do that because you're not going to come back to it i was like no, no no i'll drop a save <laughs> point i'll drop a save point so i have that save point if i want to do that at some point but I might also just watch cutscenes of it on YouTube. We'll see. I mean, when I, when DLC drops, I'll jump back into this game. Absolutely, I'll buy that DLC. You know, as yeah. Long as like, I, I think I think there will probably be DLC. For, I don't know if that's already yeah. planned or not, but it seems like a game yeah, that will I'm probably have if, DLC. If there is something that comes out, I'll. I'll I think there I, is something coming out, but I don't know if it's new game elements, or like new gameplay stuff, or they're just adding. They're adding like cosmetic you know. things. I think I forget. There was something like that. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 is getting two DLC expansions, and its PC port is officially in development. Uh, 
me see if wait this didn't launch is this was playstation it didn't launch on pc uh, i guess not yeah i guess not i don't think that's panning out well for square because i feel like square reported a lot of like losses and finances if like if like just like banking on the playstation audience to fucking buy well, I, I mean i'm sure that it's like playstation is also or sony is paying them like I, they're yeah. probably oh, getting yeah, like yeah, I they're probably that. not yeah. choosing to do that they're probably you know yeah getting also getting a paycheck for that but it also seems like you know at least according to I think it was tokyo game show but uh phil spencer like was on stage with with people from square saying we're committed to bringing more square games so I, you know, I'm, I, whether that's a money thing or not, I'm sure some of those games will end up on Game Pass. So that'll definitely yeah, be a money thing. Um, but you were saying, Mike, what was I saying? I don't know. You were saying something before we got into whatever we just talked about DLC. Oh, I mean, I was doing some of the side quests, but at a certain point, I was doing the side quest, but not actually paying attention to the story that was going mm-hmm. on the side quest. I started fast forwarding yeah. through all the dialogue. I was just like, "Hey, listen, you want me to go to a place? I'll go to a place." I'll I'll kill a thing with my sword and my magic powers, but I don't really care what's going on, which is funny because not that these side quests were particularly important to the story, I don't think, other than some of the last few ones. But like there was a side quest story that took place that uh, I remember there was like a, another it was a side quest with a couple of NPCs. Right. Mm-hmm. And at some point. I think you're supposed to be invested in at least one of these NPCs and they die. And I was just like, what? was I, was I supposed to be paying attention to this? Was this, <laughs> this sort of important? Uh, um, but yeah, the side quest or whatever. Yeah. Like, again, I, I'm sure they're, cause I, I feel like people might, you know, come for us in the comments if people even do that oh, for fuck us them, fuck them. tell them to come at me bro but I, I think there's a difference between like games like this that have a lot of uh, ancillary content where it's like I don't have to do these side quests like it doesn't like I don't have to do this um, obviously plenty of games have that if the stuff that is the main part of the game isn't good enough then i'm like less inclined to do the side stuff and that's kind of where i felt in the middle of the game where i was like the story in the middle of the game felt like it had a lot of things going on that i was not necessarily like super invested in any one there was a specific plot line that i was like can we get back to this plot line like can we go how do we get back to this um and i also personally like this specific setting is not my typical jam um like high fantasy I don't know. It's, yeah, not medi- it's not medieval. It's just it's not typically my jam. It says the Mister Lord of the Rings man. It's the that's that's the like that's like the one thing. Lord of the Rings is great, but like I mean, it's not like I read the books. You know, what I mean, I watched the movies and they were great. And a couple of video games are bangers, but you know, what what do you want from me? Um, I think that there are definitely probably great side quests in there. I mean, there there was a lot of world building in some of the ones I did, like just like little things, like not even like major things, just like smaller things. I was like, oh, that's like. That was a cool little vignette, but you know, it's also a large game and I, I needed to get through it, so I didn't feel super See, compelled to do a lot of side stuff. I've been eating up side quest, side quests, and side content in a lot of games over the last couple of years. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of games that fucking knock it out of the park, like Starfield. I, I think the main quests are fine, and some of them are pretty good, but like the side quests are where it's at. 
fucking yeah. Fallout side quests to where it's at. Um, Cyberpunk, yeah. main and side quests to where it's at. But like this game, the side quests aren't bad, but it's not something that I was like, at no point were they like, I got to do more of these side quests, baby. These fucking things are yeah. so I good think, right now. I think Final Fantasy 16 definitely lends itself to a second playthrough too. Like it, it definitely seems like New Game Plus is the place you want to maybe start doing more side stuff just because a I I don't know what the level cap is in in your first playthrough but the when you beat the game it's like oh new game plus you know I I think it says there's like a bit additional content I don't know if that's story stuff or side stuff or whatever it is or if it's combat things but it also raises the level cap to 100 so my guess is that you know side stuff would become more probably gameplay relevant in a in a second playthrough too, just because you probably want to look for ways to level up additionally. Um, it also when you beat the game, it unlocks a difficulty mode called Final Fantasy, which makes the game much more difficult. Because um, I I didn't find the game super difficult, which is fine. Like I enjoyed the ride. There were definitely a few boss fights that I did, uh, you know, die on. Which I also real I don't know if this is a setting you can change. But I did appreciate that when I died on a boss fight, it was like, oh, you know, you were at half health. We're back at half health and you have full potions. That didn't yeah, no, bother me. Yeah, that's, I, I love that. I'm not going like, like, awesome. I need some potions. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have beat the game if they didn't do that. Yeah, so like I, I don't need to feel like fucking twist my hat backwards pro gamer. I was like, no, this is cool. I'm fine there's enough of those game. There's enough of those games these days. And there's enough of those games that people yeah. are catering towards these days where I'm like, just yeah. let me play a game where I'm not going to get my ass whooped. Exactly. Yeah. Time. Like, like there are definitely some of those boss fights. Cause some of those boss fights have so many phases where it was like, if I have to redo this whole thing again, probably backing out of this game, probably done. Oh, probably hacking up was, the fucking controller. Yeah. There was one boss fight where when I found out there was like a fucking fifth phase or whatever it was uh, i was like are you are you serious right now this better just start from right here again because there start from the beginning i'm gonna hang myself and like uh, again prior to playing the game prior to launch the t- the icon stuff was not not necessarily like i don't really care about that but some of the icon stuff in this game was fucking real cool like just like bombastic nonsense that i was like all right i'm all about this i also wish that maybe this was not an additional fucking phase of this fight but you know here no, we are. The, the one we talked about though like when you're running up the mountain yes yes yeah, that was I watched that. but that's the longest yeah, that's like the longest fight in the game that was oh, yeah. fucking super long that's it, the one i was like talking someone, about yeah you know this you know the song oh black baby someone posted yeah. a video with that song and when you're <laughs> running up it was perfect it was like it was i gotta find that it was so good yeah yeah, uh, but yeah, that uh, was the. Yeah. I think that was like the only fight in the game too, yeah. where where the music completely tonally shifts. It's like it's oh, like yeah. like it becomes like a music. like yeah, like it's like nah, 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 nah. I'm, yeah. I'm doing Dracula, <laughs> but you get the idea. <laughs> it but that was like the only time the game did that, right? Yes, okay. I think. So. I mean, as far as I've played, most part, yeah. yeah. It doesn't happen at the end of the game. I will say the final boss fight music is good. I think the boss music in ge- the boss fight music in general is fantastic. Like, I I've looked to see if this soundtrack is on Apple Music. I, I can't find it's it on not. there. It's like and I'm so songs. aggravated. I know. Like, and I'm, yeah, like... I'm so aggravated because I'm like the fight music is so good. I just want to get pumped oh, up and listen to this in my car. I had to the put it on YouTube. Time, and it doesn't the only hit the time song. I get mad about yeah no, it's the only time I get mad about Apple Music is like video game music because it's not always there. Yeah. So. I don't know. It, it, overall, like, it, if I had to give it a number 
a, probably an eight for me. Like if I had to give it a number out of 10, it's probably an eight. I do eight, eight 8.5 is pretty much a yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think it hits nine for me. I think, I no. think, I think the story or just, I think what really takes it down from being a nine for me personally would be like, if the game, in my opinion, it just feels poorly paced because again, I feel like you're just in so much not playing a game. <laughs> think that hinges on the fact that it's very linear and i don't know like it's like i don't know i feel like that kind of might be some of what the problem is is that it's like it's so linear but it's so big at the same time that it is kind of weird i kind of like at first like the first couple hours of the game i was like am i really just going from point to point like i was i was i didn't know the game was like that i don't know if that was talked about before but it's also what kind of made me like the game in some ways i I mean again i'm happy that it was like like that but i was surprised i was surprised because 15 is not like that 15 is very open actually that was one of the things that sort of bothered me about the game not that it was linear but even though it was linear Somehow I managed to get lost all the time because what would happen is I would be someplace, right? I'd be someplace and like the mark would be like, you have to go over here. And you would think because linear, if I were just face that direction and walk, it would be a straight line point A to point B. But what happens is like it's over there, but I actually have to walk around. I have to go like left and walk around. In like areas, Mike, like in the the towns or not? In like towns and stuff, yeah. Yeah. I, there was definitely a few times where I was like, especially the first time going to the hideout, like at the, at the, you know, yeah, th- th- there's a time jump in this game. W- when you get to that point, that area, that's mm-hmm. like your new hub for the rest of the game, basically that, uh, the first few times trying to navigate to that, I was like, I don't, I don't know how the fuck to get to this person that I need to talk to. So this I is weird to me because fi- it was like so annoying. I'm the king of getting lost in games. Brendan can attest to this. Yes, like, I like, like, Oh, dude, I am like, but like, I need, I need a game like Cyberpunk to put a line on the map that tells me exactly where I need to go. Or I'm fucked. What game did I just play recently? That oh, um, fucking Starfield. It doesn't have that, but you can hold down a button that'll give you arrows. And I'm like, thank fucking god, because I'm about <laughs> to stop playing this game right now. Like, but yeah, no, it's like I, I get lost very easy. But I didn't find this game that confusing because I yeah. felt like it was very linear. But like. It's it's so weird. I feel like in just about any game that has waypoints and stuff like that, I keep them on. The only game, and I've done this twice now, the only two games that I turn everything off, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. I have no, like, I play those on... Does Breath of the Wild give you any hints, though? Like, I feel like it does. It, it'll now, give you like, waypoints. Like, it, it, So, like, on in both games... I turn off the mini map. I turn off, I think the mini map. I don't know if the mini map stays, but I turn off like all of the things, like the the things yeah, that I'm lead not. you in any direction. I turn all of those things off. Like I don't have any of the the only the only meters on the screen for me were my hearts. So I didn't have any like the fucking in Breath of the Wild. It had like the I don't know the shit on the tablet with like beep and like different things yeah, yeah, yeah. that on the screen. And then I don't I don't even know what's on the screen in Tears of the Kingdom. So I turned it all off. That's the only game that I ever did that in because it just it felt so good to get lost in those games. Any other game, I'm like, I don't want to get lost. Just fucking tell me where to go. I'm good. I don't need to adventure. But there's a few games where I'll I'll do. Well, I think that's like the best part of 
Breath of the Wild in tears is just the unknown and just in, yeah. in, in, in walking and that's into probably that, why like, that is like, yeah, yeah why I'm, I treat it that way and, and like, I leave wrong. all that stuff on in, in tears and breath but like at the same time I'm never paying attention to it I'm just like yeah. he's over here oh fuck you know like and like you're like just finish the game I'm like motherfucker I can't because I'm getting distracted <laughs> every time I pick up the game I don't yeah. know what to do and like it's not to say that games that have waypoints I'm just like doing waypoint to waypoint because like I am also the type of person that if 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 there's a multiple path I'm like well I gotta go down both paths I need to see if, like what if there's a treasure chest and I I do that in every fucking game I'm like I I stop myself from beating games so often because I'm like well I went like in Diablo Four is a great example if we go in a dungeon you guys are all off on one area half the time I'm in a different area because I'm like well I gotta see what's down this path too because if there's a chest I'm mad that I missed it and I wish I didn't play games that way but a lot of times I play games that way anyways Final Fantasy sixteen is is good I I enjoyed my time with it yeah. I'm uh. It's it's making me also want to push to play more, you know, older Final Fantasies that I've missed. But I also really kind of want to play 15 again now because I never finished 15. And I kind of want to restart it and play it. Uh, I, I 15, I think, starts a little too slow for me where you're yeah. just like pushing a car and then you're driving a car. But like it's like it's, on I like love a, that scene. That scene is so good no, because of the music. That seems good. But like. Okay. After it's part while, of the scene. No. It's part of the but scene. like, I, I think the issue I had with that game was that it was, it, it's very the combat of that game is very similar. It's like the the beginning of Final Fantasy VII remake combat, basically. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if I just for some reason that just doesn't jive with me. Yeah, it's a skill based game. It is. Um, you want to put a score on it for yourself, Todd, or are you saying eight point five? Eight point five. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would be happy saying eight point five. Like I said. It's in my top five right now. I've I've like kind of gone over my top five of the year so far over and over again. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's still in there. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, it could maybe make its way. I mean, I'm trying to think like my one is Tears of the Kingdom. Two is Sea of Stars. I haven't played anything else this year that has made me feel the way that those two games have. Um, I, I'd have to yeah, get I mean, I'd have to like start really helpful. putting things against each other. Pikmin 4 is up there for me. Final Fantasy uh, 16 is up there for me. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else I play. What else came out this Thank year? Thank God for the Twitter list because, like, that's the only way I can yeah. remember what games I beat. <laughs> Street Fighter 6 will be up there for me. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Diablo, probably not. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, oh, see, like, yeah, now that we're talking about finish Star Wars, that'll be in my top 10 for sure. I like this Star is, Wars. It's really it's depressing that, like, a chunk of my favorite games of the year are remakes Dead Space, Resident Evil 4. Um, you know, like, it's like, that's like two out yeah. of my top five are, are remakes, but they were fucking phenomenal remakes. And I'm looking at everything else. Final, yeah. I mean, like as of right now, Final Fantasy is in my top five. But you know, we'll see. We'll see what. I, yeah. I mean, next week. I mean, I'll be playing Assassin's Creed next week. I'll be fucking playing Spider Man at the end of this month. Yeah. You know. I mean, I else? expect Mario Wonder to be in my top ten. Oh so. yeah, Mario Wonder's. In, yeah, honestly, that's another one that like if yeah. that hits all the right notes and if it's fucking tough. But still fucking good. I'm gonna be fucking loving that shit. Yeah. Uh I know you haven't finished it just yet, Mike, but you, you wanna throw a number on it or how are you feeling about it overall? I mean twenty out of ten? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so great. I need to finish the game to know that it is a twenty out of ten game. I just know it in my heart of hearts. Yeah, I mean eight's eight solid. Yeah. It's a solid number. I think it's a good number it's, for it's, it. It's not great, but it got me to play it till almost the end, which I feel like must count for something. A hundred percent. I was gonna say, especially for you, yeah, hundred percent. I think uh 
like I can see I, I can see someone's argument for a nine. I could I'd have to be probably convinced on a ten personally. Like I'd have to see someone's reasoning. But I I can see people re- I I don't know what the review scores are for this. Yeah, I get a nine. A ten I wouldn't understand completely because I feel like it has a couple faults that like I don't think I'm in you know what? I'm pissed right now because I feel like I've played every game that'll be mentioned for game of the year going forward, except for Baldur's Gate. And I just don't know when that's coming up for Xbox. So it's bothering yeah. me that like that's the only game I haven't played out of everything that mm-hmm. it, it pisses me off. It kind of makes me want to buy it on PlayStation, to be honest with you, and just fucking dive into it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, ha- it has a has a couple tens, at least, but a lot of... Uh, it's an 87. So I feel like we're kind of on par with how a lot of yeah, people I think 87 is a great score and I think that's where it belongs you know maybe like it's nothing to be mad about um, so yeah it's wild that, that we're kind of like yeah it's not that great you know like, but it's really good it's not know? that it's not like, that great it's just no, like no. we're also in we're also like in this not just year but like this a, a decade now of like we're really just getting good video games like yeah. very often now and that doesn't necessarily mean that like you have to weigh every game against every other game. But I mean, we're at the, I think the medium is at a point now where a lot of studios are doing certain things really well. And it's like, you have to kind of execute at that level. But I also like to take things for what they are. And I think this is a you know solid eight for me. So, Oh fuck. You know what? Redfall though destroys all these other games. So yeah. Oh. Uh, Redfall. What a game. What a game. Yeah. So, so I'm still so I'm like that. I'm not happy about I'm still upset about that game. Yeah. I mean I finished it. It's fine. It's whatever. It's it's I, I personally okay, don't think kudos it's to you as bad as everyone says it is, but I don't think it is a good game. No, listen, listen, that game had a fucking hell of a potential. And I think it, the potential is still there. I think it's still you're there never too. Get, you're, gonna never get a, you're never gonna get me to come back to that game. Bro. Yeah, I mean, but I think that they could do things to that game in an update Absolutely. that would that would make it a much better game. Are they going to do them? I don't know, but they could. They could. That game can have a a turnaround. Um, the problem is, you have developers of that game coming out and being like, "We didn't even want to make that game." I'm like, "Oof, yikes! Don't fucking release it. Stop yeah. saying this shit." You know, know, like, what are you doing? I don't know, but I think that's I think that's our conversation on Final Fantasy 16. So we'll wrap that up there, and we'll get into what Todd's been waiting for and his his chance to fucking. Pass Dom potentially. Text text Dom. Be like Dom. You better get in here. Uh. So right now. Sorry. Even though I fucking fucked up last week and should have had two points instead of one, but whatever. That's how that's how they get you. So actually, Dom Todd can't pass Dom tonight because he's down by four points. <laughs> but you can oh. get we can get a point in reach. Um. So if you're the first time listening or you're a long time listener, uh, we end every episode of the show with a game. And throughout the course of the year, we keep track of the scoreboard. Uh, the scoreboard for the year is Dom in first with 41, Todd in second with 37, and Mike in third with 29. We got a bunch of guest points, but no guests tonight, so we don't need to go over the guest board. Uh, but before we play the game and get into that, uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 388, 388 of the Pass Control Podcast. Uh, if you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, and want to help support the show, tons of ways to do that. Easiest way, and probably, honestly, one of the most important ways to support us is to leave us a review, five stars if you love the show, um, over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the show. It's super beneficial. It helps new people discover the show, and you know that's what we're trying to do at the end of the day is to continue to grow the show, grow the audience, You know, get in more people's ear holes. 
So we appreciate you if you can do that. If you have, uh, you know, social media, you can find us everywhere at Pass Controller. If you want to read some of the stuff that we do, because, you know, I, I find the more that I say this at the end of the show or through at any point in the show, there are a lot of people that just listen to us. And maybe you don't know that we also have written stuff, video stuff. We stream occasionally. So there are other things that we do. So if you don't just want to listen to the show, you can, of course, watch us live when we record over at twitch.tv slash patch controller. And over on that Twitch channel, you can watch us play Fortnite or any other you know game that we're doing. We do a lot of first hours of new games or indie games, and we do other things over there. Uh, if you can't catch that stuff live, it also ends up on our YouTube channel with the podcast. So you can find us over on YouTube. Just search past the controller. You'll find that. You'll find us opening Pokemon cards, Disney Lorcana cards. I make different cocktails and pair them with video games. Those videos find their way over there. So lots of different interesting content that we do that if you listen to the show and you want more, there's that over there. Uh, we also write stuff. So, you know, written reviews, other types of editorial pieces. You can find that over at pastcontroller.io. So tons of different ways to get our opinions and thoughts and other silly nonsense. Um, you know, we do tons of charity streams from time to time. Those don't usually get archived anywhere. So those are kind of a, you have to be there, but if you need to know where to, when we're going to do that, you can follow us on social media at pest controller and you'll find out all those things. Wait, what I, I heard, what is Disney look kind of, what the fuck is that? It's like a, it's like Pokemon. It's like it's like a it's a it's a game. It's a trading card game, which we're we're not playing the game. Oh, it's cards. Oh, yeah, it's cards. Wait, we, like what? We, what the fuck are cards? Disney can't characters get these for the kids and shit, or like yeah, uh, eventually you can. Trying to find them right now is impossible. I was gonna say because I've never even heard of this. Like I've... because they're they're always they're barely in stores, and when they make it to stores, they sell out immediately as soon as someone like if 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 a person that's hunting for them finds them like, when yeah, they for... when they hit a store. That one person will buy everything, bro. I'll so. buy those just to get like a cocoa rare card or a fucking Moana rare. Card. Is it like uh, shit like that, or is it like? Yes, I, I don't think there's there in the first set. There's no cocoa, but there are Moana cards. What? I actually probably have. I have a Maui card on my desk right now. Here you Wait, go. really? Yeah. No. Sh- oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. Tonsons, oh, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, mean, I don't need to know. This that. is like a forty dollar card right here. There's Tinkerbell card. I don't need to know. Oh fuck, they look good too. And I'm not yeah, a big Disney I mean, guy, but fucking... I, I don't have an intention on playing the Where game Where did you get them? Do you order them online? Dom has been able to get them offline. I have gotten lucky and found them in Target. I go to all the weird Targets. I gotta fucking look out for these. You now, should where look in the card section. They're in the card yeah, section. Usually the card yeah. section is in the front by the by the. I'm, I'm in like Hable and Methuen tomorrow, so like I, I can probably... Yeah, you should look. Them. I mean, wherever you see sport cards and Pokemon cards, if they have mm-hmm. these, they'll be there. They also have right. like end cap displays that have like just a section of cards but i have only Here. seen that one time I feel like i've never seen these ever maybe i walk by them and just didn't realize that, if you know. see it that way you know you don't mind. no Keep uh, my eyes so yeah we that's uh that's the some of the stuff we do you know we have we have paid ways to support us too you can subscribe to us on twitch you can become a patron at patreon.com slash pass controller you can buy something at uh thread pass controller drop throwless.com so tons of ways to support us. We appreciate anything you can do. But again, most important thing off the top is just leaving us a review. Five-star review does, goes a long way. So without further ado, we're going to return to a game I feel like we haven't played in a while. The music game. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, you got me so excited. And once Todd can figure out his audio, we can do the music game again. What do you mean? Uh, I heard it all last time you did it. Yeah, I do that a really backwards way. I can't. Because when One I, the time days, that I did that, time, I forgot to revert time. settings, and then we didn't record right. the podcast properly. I just, I, we got to find out a better way to make that work. I'll have to do it 
not the night we're recording and try to fuck around with it. Um, we're going to play Achieve Answer Unlocked, a game where I read the achievement title and or achievement slash trophy title and or description. And the first person to get the game gets the point. Game number one. Uh, hold on, I have to, whoops. Hold on, let's start with this one. Defeated blank blank. The player has defeated the crazed blank blank. Completed welcome. Successfully complete the welcome to blank blank blank. Historian. Find every audio diary. I feel like there's like three games that do audio diaries. <laughs> like three. I feel like a lot of games do audio diaries. Like, yeah. yeah. Or audio yeah. logs or something. Yeah. Defeated blank blank. The player has defeated blank blank. Okay. Defeated blank. <laughs> the player has defeated blank. Again, the sense that we beat a lot of characters. Completed blank's masterpiece the player has completed blank blank's great masterpiece defeated blank blank the player has defeated blank blank <laughs> weapon specialist acquire all upgrades for all weapons the bioshock it is bioshock Todd gets the point right. it was uh going back to the it was the art one what's the guy's name uh it was like the third and fourth one Masterpiece. The masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Sandra well, Cohen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I have to switch this other one because it I was like patiently waiting. I'm like, okay, let's see where he's going. And I'm like, oh, weapon upgrades, okay, but so even though this that's in every game, but still. Yeah, that's like every game. <laughs> okay. Game number two. A stick. Found a stick. A sword. Found a sword. What just happened was resurrected. Ding rang the eastern bell. Dong rang the western bell. You hear a strange hum. Engaged a strange device. Your gift is accepted. Made an offering. Deep in the forest, found the blank key. High above the clouds, found the blank key. At the root of the world, found the blank key. Wow, that's really loud. Sorry for audio listeners, you just got a whole motorcycle in your fucking ears. Uh, what now? Completed key collection. You feel a tingling, earned the cathedral's prize. Your body is restored, restored corporeal form. Game over. I feel like I should know this if I... Found your rightful place. Thank you for playing. Completed the manual. I'm free. Free to friendly fairy. Mr. Mayor, found secret treasure number one. 
Is it Fable? Incorrect. Fable 2? Incorrect. Fable 3? Uh, it's, not, it's not a Fable. <laughs> <laughs> a Secret Legend found Secret Treasure number 2. Sacred Geometry found Secret Treasure number 3. Vintage found Secret Treasure number 4. Just some pals found Secret Treasure number 5. I'm going to skip the rest of the treasure ones for now. Yeah, yeah right. a lot of Lawnmower chopped down 1,000 blades of grass. Ooh. Too cute to smash. Had 10, had 10 money banks at once. You're getting a little... You know you're throwing me off. Nothing happened. Made a wish. Like nail well, crossing? Well done. Made 15 wishes. It uses stamina. Perfect, perfectly executed a special technique. Bring it to the wrong fight. Found a certain weapon before getting a sword. Whoops. Froze yourself. Your pocket feels heavier. Understood the margin of page 17. Mm-hmm. I got nothing on this. Absolutely okay. nothing. Okay. We're gonna have to dig. We're gonna have to dig deeper. This game originally released on March sixteenth, twenty twenty-two. Well, that explains it. Yeah. No, that actually makes it even more complicated because I feel like I fucking try to play everything, and I play nothing. <laughs> so we should be fucking meeting in the middle. Yep. It originally released on Mac, Windows, and Xbox on March 16th, 2022, and then later on Switch, PS4, and PS5 on September 27th, 2022. So a timed Xbox exclusive. It's, that means it's got to be on Game Pass. I believe, it was on, I believe it was on Game Pass. I know. I forget all those achievements you said at the beginning. The this game is not making a wish. This game is an action adventure <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, game. Okay. This game is an action adventure game set in the ruins of a post-apocalyptic fantasy world. Oh, is it Death's Door? Incorrect. Ruins post-apocalyptic fantasy world. <clears throat> I feel like when this game was initially revealed. It was mm. a long time before it actually came out. That checks out. Um, you may not know the developer, but the publisher of this game also published games like Night in the Woods or Overland and Wilmot's Warehouse and Chicory. Wait, is Wilmot's Warehouse a fucking... The one that we were playing? Yo, Wil- Wilmot's Warehouse is a Yo, fucking let's fucking banger. go. I need to get back to that game. Fuck. That game is so me that game. fucking it's good. It's so good. It's, uh, I need to put it on my Switch, man. Like, I need a handheld mode of that game. Oh, man, it's yeah, so good. That game is, that game is real good. Uh, Chicory, A Colorful Tale. This game. And most recently, I was a teenage exocolonist. Okay, okay. I want to picture Death's Door. These are all clues. 
This game is heavily inspired by another series we talked about tonight. Oh, One Piece. There, <laughs> fucking, there it is. Mike's got it. It's sitting at about an 88 on Metacritic. Okay, so it's trash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 2022, we're, in 20, we're almost in 2024. So I'm thinking like 2022 is like fucking six months ago. Let's see. In 2022, it was nominated for Best Indie Game at the Golden Joystick Awards. Okay, so oh, it's an indie game. No, it's Death's Door. It's fucking Death's Door. Let's go, baby. At the Game Awards 2022, it was nominated for Best Independent Game, Best Action Adventure Game, and Best Debut Indie Game. Can I phone a friend? Can I just call Dom and ask him what the game is? For real. <laughs> it's you mentioned it was like a game we played, a game we talked about tonight. Mm-hmm. What we fucking talk about by. It was. It is not Final Fantasy. It's an indie. It is definitely heavily inspired by a game we talked about tonight. It's not. We talked about Final Fantasy Cyberpunk. It's definitely not either of those games because it's an indie, quote unquote indie. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other information to give you guys. Uh, it's $30. The <laughs> What's that? It's $30. I thought you said three. I was like, oh, fuck. Now I definitely don't know. Uh, uh, What's the game with the fucking little fucking bear? Uh, Brother Bear. Country it's not, Bears. It's not any of those. Bear and Scene Bears. 2022. Mm, I don't know. I don't know what other information to give you. I'll be honest. You gave us a lot. Why am I? Bl- I, I think I. Can name. I, I mean, feel like I, I have played this game and have not finished it. I have played this game and not finished it. Todd has definitely mm-hmm. touched this game. Mike probably has not. Dom has is, also are probably. Are we comparing this it. game to Zelda? Sure, it's is definitely that- inspired by Zelda. Okay. It's Death's Door. <laughs> I think Todd's got it. Death's Door is also it? probably <laughs> slightly in... Uh, you play this game similar to Death's Door where you play as an anthropomorphic animal. Death's Door, you play as a crow. Oh, this is, uh, this is, fuck. Actually, no, I don't know what this game is. I'm guessing it's the, what was it called? Spirit Fair? There was one where you're, like, on a boat. No, that's that's not this. That's not this. I would definitely know that. Uh, definitely know that one. This, it's a game where the guy looks like he's wearing a fucking Link suit in the fucking game. It's like a fucking bear or fucking something. I think Todd knows what the game is. I think, I think Todd wins. And I think he's right. I think it's Death's Door. <laughs> Let me check my notes. Actually, you're right. It is Death's Door. No. Uh, let's see. You play this game as a fox. Okay. Yeah. So it's the game I'm thinking of. I just can't think of the name. You definitely said the bear. Fox. I said what? I said you definitely said bear. But well, I mean, yeah, fox, bear, they all look the same. You know. It's like, um... 
it's like on the tip of my tongue and i can't i can't I, i've been trying so hard is a one word title it's like a t oh it's tunic it is tunic Mike is the point. He said the name. Of the I couldn't game. think of it. I couldn't think of the fuck. I do. It's all I pictured. I was picturing Death's Door for a while, but like I knew there was another. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you serious? You thought Death's Door? <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I mean, Todd had it, but Mike, Mike said the name. Mike couldn't get fucking it. No, swooped it's in. The same as last week when I fucking said what's it called? The other game instead. Uh, uh... Dude. I literally, because like in some ways, Tunic's first level, I can't really speak past the first level. And like Death's Door are kind of like similar like landscapes. It doesn't look the same, but like you're kind of like around the same kind of areas. And I was, oh, fuck. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play over. Death's Door you're right now. Over. Yeah, right. <laughs> Game number three. Blank Gamer beats the game. That's the achievement. Beat the game. Yeah, that's the one and only achievement. So, all right, Academy... I'm gonna go with tunic. <laughs> Incorrect. Academy of Umbrellas. Beat the game only ever using an umbrella as your melee weapon. Oh, okay, gunbrella. You just fucking. You know, I didn't play that. Umbrella. Incorrect. Meal for a king. Feed the frog king an explosive treat. Pot. Set grandma's pot on fire. Hot pot. Set grandma's pot on fire. Cremation. Upgrade the fire ability. Demo blank. Upgrade the bomb ability. Crouching tiger hidden blank. Upgrade the hookshot ability. Why does this not oh, sound like Zelda 2 too? This must be Death Store. It is Death Store. Is it really? Oh, you passed it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it sounds like Zelda. Okay, great. I switched the game to this. And I was like, all right, if Todd, if Todd just jokingly immediately says Death's Door, I'll do another game after. But then yeah. he never said Death's He said he made the joke, but no. made it with Tunic. And I was like, he's not going to say Death's Door. No, 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 no way. I, I, would, I figured you wouldn't, you wouldn't cater to me like that. So I was like, there's no way he's going to do it. And I 100% spaced out. I don't think I was even listening to what the things were. Oh, I, was listening. Like, cremation? I, I don't know. I've, I've never played this game before. It doesn't the, matter. The, the first the achievement is Crow Gamer. Beat the game. Oh, okay. Crow gamer. Every time that That's I good. did I omitted a word, it was the word crow. So okay. it was like oh. demo crow, crouching tiger, hidden crow. Uh, Where did Mike pull tunic from? I want to know that. That's, That's a great question because I definitely <laughs> never played the game. I did not know what you're describing, right. but you said the letter T and it was one word. I was like, I think tunic is, it's definitely a word I know. I think it's a title of a game. Let me just and see what happens. Todd could have made up so much ground tonight, <laughs> and Mike fucking stole two points. I love it. I gave him one of them at least. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I probably uh, gave you both to be honest with you. 
You did give me. Technically, you gave me both. Yes, yes. Because if you didn't Death say Door Death enough Door, times, I, I don't know that game. That. Yeah, Tunic I've definitely heard of. I've never heard of Death Store, but you said enough I've times that I had to things. say it at least once. I really, I did not like Tunic. It just didn't click with me. Death Store would definitely click with me more. Tunic, I want to revisit because I played that. I will. Yeah, in, in, the, in, again, a, but... in a bungle of other games, and Fair. some people really love Tunic, and it did not grab me. Um, but I've I've wanted to play that game for so long. Like I, I was waiting for that game for so long, and then it finally came out, and I was like, I bounced off right away. Um, right. I just think the games were actually really hard. So it's like not an easy game. No, it was no, it was definitely not. But I feel like I could probably survive in that I, game. Like, yeah, I just, I, I like, it's like you said though. I was probably overwhelmed with other games. Yeah, I, I definitely got far in that game, and I just never went back to it. Uh, but Death's Door, yeah. on the other hand, I really enjoyed. I beat the fuck out of that game. I almost one hundred percent of achievement that game too. Actually, I might, I might have every achievement except for Academy Umbrellas because I was not going to replay that game with just the umbrella. That's some that's some hard mode psycho shit yeah. that I just wasn't ready to do. Um, but that'll leave the week with Dom at forty one, Todd at thirty eight, and Mike crossing up, making some ground at thirty one. Uh, this You're is welcome, this is Todd's karma for giving joke answers all the time, or like you know pounding in because if you would guess Death's Door once. And then moved on and didn't make Death Store your thing. Mike never would have said Death Store. But you also oh. wouldn't have made Death Store the, That's the last true. game. That's true. So the la- the last game was going to be Final Fantasy 15. Uh, but then I was reading the achievements and I was like, I think we did this before. So I, that's why I pulled it. Not going to lie. I was like waiting for Final Fantasy 15, to be honest with you. Like I, I that like that was in my head that you were going to do at yeah. least one Final Fantasy game. Yeah. So uh, there's that. Anyways, uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. This has been episode 388. 388. We'll see you next week. <laughs>